Good morning and welcome back. It's Jordan Miller here on News Talk 1480 WHBC. 1036 this morning, 68 degrees here in downtown Canton. Throughout the morning, we're going to follow uh, the grand jury's decision not to indict a Canton police officer for shooting and killing James Williams, a 46-year-old husband and father, on New Year's Day. It's alleged that Mr. Williams was firing a gun into the sky to celebrate the new year ringing in. When officers arrived uh, to the scene, when Officer Robert Hubert arrived to the scene, he heard the gunshots fired through a fence, shot and killed the 46-year-old Canton resident. But was this a justified shooting or was it not? That's what a lot of people are asking right now as a grand jury decided not to indict the Canton officer. You have your opinion. I have my opinion. We're hearing from local leaders, local NAACP representatives, council women. Um, you're also about to hear from our local sheriff. Joining us right now, we have the Stark County Sheriff, George Meyer, on the line with us. Sheriff, how are you on this Thursday morning? Uh, good morning, Jordan. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on it's it's a pleasure to to speak with you and, and always get your input on the the things that are happening not only around the country but right here specifically in stark county now this incident the situation that we're talking about that is not in your department right the, this is uh the canton police department we're talking about you are the sheriff of the stark county uh sheriff's office but there are some things that, that you can touch on from a law enforcement point of view. When sure. when you have an officer or when you were still working in the field um, on a regular basis and you're responding to some of these, these shots fired calls, officers, they're already on edge, right? Not knowing the situation that they're walking into, correct? Well, that's correct, Jordan. Uh, you, you, each call is different in that you don't know what uh, lies behind the behind the scenes of a call. And so I think officers today, especially today, with heightened awareness of what our officers do and, and, and try to ensure that things are done properly and according to policy and procedure and certainly in an effort to uh, pre uh, preserve peace in our community, uh, officers certainly are uh, operating at a heightened level. One of the things that you and I, Sheriff, I, I believe this is one of our most important dialects that you and I have on a consistent basis is gun safety, right? You, you are a law enforcement official. You are, uh, you know, you carry a gun. I am a, a citizen with my Second Amendment right. I carry a gun. I like to practice gun safety myself. But then you hear about somebody who is shooting a gun into the sky uh, to celebrate, you know, the new year. While I hear that, okay, this is a tradition, this is a celebratory thing, can you talk about why we shouldn't be pointing a gun up into the sky? I've, I've been a hunter my whole life, okay? I've seen what a gun is capable of doing, but Sheriff, can you s tell us why... Um, it, it's just not a smart thing to fire a gun directly up towards the clouds. Well, I think, um, you know, while we have more and more gun owners and more and more people exercising their Second Amendment rights, 
I think it's important that we talk about things related to gun safety because there are people who um, exercise their Second Amendment rights who do not have uh, familiarization with firearms, who maybe have never owned a firearm and are exercising their right under the Second Amendment to own a firearm. And so it's important that we continue in our community to talk about those things related to safety, properly storing a firearm in your home, keeping it safe from others, uh, maybe children in the home or someone that should not have access to the firearm. I think it's important that we continue, Jordan, to talk about those things. And I really uh, look forward to the opportunity when we, when you and I can talk about those things. You know, it, it's pretty simple in, in the aspect that there are hundreds, probably thousands of cases where people have taken a firearm, shot up into the sky, and, you know, that, that firearm projectile has to return. It's, it's, it's gravity. It's going to return to the earth. It's going to land somewhere. Depending on the velocity, the type of firearm, it can cause harm and even death and has. Uh, there are documented cases where that's happened, where people have been killed as a result of a projectile from a firearm going up into the air and coming back down. What goes up must come down. You know, that's that's one of our, uh, you know, most basic, uh, you know, physics laws that we that we all know. What goes up must come down. That's how gravity works. And and it's going up fast but it's coming down extremely fast as well uh you know listening to the facts of this case reading the bci findings i'm thankful to know two things that no one was hurt by mr williams firing this gun into the sky and two um that his children weren't standing next to him behind that fence when officer huber was uh, firing the the gun well, absolutely. I mean, uh, while this is, you know, a, a community tragedy that something like this happened, uh, on the other hand, it, I think you could, you have to be able to look at the long downstream consequences of how things could have been much worse. And I think that's what you're talking about when you identify those certain scenarios. Well, you know, hypothetically, we can put anything in the mix, but, uh, you know, those things can happen. And, um, you know, basic gun safety is something that if you're going to exercise your right, a Second Amendment right, or if you're just going to own a gun in your home, which, you know, certainly is your right to do, uh, you should know some basic safety rules to keep yourself and your family safe. I agree with that. You know, the, the basic safety in AR-15, you know, that is what uh, Mr. Williams was firing into the sky. Um I know we all have our own opinions on civilians owning an AR-15, whether they should have it or not. Uh, that's a huge topic of conversation. Um, what are your officers, you know, taught your deputies in the Stark County Sheriff's Office? What are they taught when responding to a shots fired call? Should only one of them, one officer respond or should there be multiple responding just in case? Well, I will tell you, Jordan, every scenario is different, and we handle uh, these types of calls uh, probably more frequently than we really care to. Uh, and I think it's the same thing, you know, speaking in generalities for all law enforcement agencies. You know, when we're handling these type of calls, uh, you know, not knowing some background, knowing background, all those things uh, contribute to 
how you're going to respond to these calls. It's no different than responding to a trouble call. It's always better if you have more people. Sometimes you don't have the ability to have more people. And so these things are things that are weighed upon uh, the individual officers that are responding. And we, you know, we, we have to rely on their judgment, if you will, uh, based on the situation and, you know, follow that judgment as it relates to uh, the type of response that they are going to uh, provide. Sheriff George Meyer, we appreciate you coming on today and, and talking about this. This is a very sensitive uh, conversation to have for, for many reasons. I feel for the officer who had to make that uh, that decision to take another uh, person's life, and I feel for the family of Mr. Williams uh, that he was no longer with them and, and he died so young, but um, this is something it's still playing out because I know there's an internal investigation happening within uh, the Canton Police Department. Uh, can you touch real quick, Sheriff, about the importance of um, your you guys doing your own investigation as law enforcement officials to, to hold each other accountable in all of the actions that one officer may make? Well, listen, uh, I, I, I like to think that we, um, we operate at a high level of integrity. However, we have learned over the last couple of years the importance of not only transparency, not only looking right, but being right. And in order to do that, uh, I, I applaud, you know, the, the Canton Police Department and the prosecutor's office in going to a third party to do the uh, criminal investigation in this case. Um, th that way, there's, there, it eliminates any question as to whether the investigation was conducted properly, because it's a third party, uninterested party investigating the, the actual criminal part of it. Now, when it comes to internal investigations, those are uh, completed by, you know, internal staff that are trained and assigned to review uh, if there are policy violations, if policies within the agency is, are violated. And so those usually come uh, following the, you know, any criminal um, investigation, and those are handled in an administrative manner related to the severity of the policy that was violated, if any policies were violated, and, you know, r related to uh, the incident itself. And so all, every incident has different scenarios, and so they're looked at uh, kind of brush with a, a broad brush as it relates to reviewing all our policies. We always enjoy getting your input on it from a law enforcement point of view each week thursday at 10 30 we really look forward to this segment with you we appreciate you coming on stark county sheriff george meyer we hope you have a great rest of your thursday thank you jordan